You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. And I want to start with Zach Moss and Kyron Williams. They were the two running backs who just completely took over their respective backfields this week. They played almost every snap. I think each of them just missed like one snap each or something like that. Um, you know, they, they uh, the Rams declared Cam Akers inactive before the game. Okay, they're trying to figure out what to do with him. Um, they, they say that they're close to a trade. I don't know who's going to trade for him. But um, for now, Kyron Williams is the guy, man. You know, 14 yeah. carries – 10 targets. I mean, that's that's a little that's kind of bonkers, right? Like I know Kyron, you know, is probably not available in most competitive leagues, but you know, he's available in around 40%, 35% of leagues in general. So if he's available in your league, he's the number one waiver wire ad on the week. And I think Zach Moss is like kind of right there, like as well, like up next, right? Mostly also not available in your league, but you know, both are available in a lot more leagues than you think. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he can be back in week five, and it's very possible he doesn't get traded. Um, you know, he did put out that, you know, Instagram story with him in the Colts facility, right, with his gear on, right? So that kind of yeah. tells you that maybe they kind of work things out for the most part. Um, it, it's possible things have been patched up. That's one of the reasons that I prefer Kyron Williams over Zach Moss here. Um, but then the other reason is like, you know, 10 targets. Right. <laughs> like when you see 10 targets, you're like, oh, here we go. That's what I'm talking about. You know? Yeah. Um, and also, like, dude, Matt Stafford, like, he's just like making all these guys fantasy relevant. Like, all of a That's sudden. That's what I'm saying. Know. He's yeah, balling. That, that was like one of my takeaways. You know, obviously, I, I'm going to get into that, but Williams, he's my preferred option here, too. You know, there's a good chance that he's not on waivers, like you mentioned. After all that work he got in week one, now here in, work, in week two. But, Akers played an abomination of a 2023 debut, and it looks like the Rams are just done with him at this point. Yeah. Now, I hate it for him because I was really hoping this was like the Cam Akers year. It looked like this, this was going to be the redemption where he came back after this exact scenario playing out last year with Daryl Henderson, and now he's getting the same thing again. Apparently, though, they are talking about trading him, so there's a little silver lining there. If you have Cam Akers, don't get rid of him. We'll see where he goes, but I don't know how much he's going to you know, do on another team. I'm not sure what kind of role he might have. Um, but Williams is taking it to another level with the work in the passing game. Like, we knew somebody we were hoping was to be Cam Akers was going to get the ground game work on the Rams offense. But it's also, like you mentioned, the biggest one of the biggest takeaways for me is how good the Rams offense has looked. Like, did you anticipate this at all? Like, we were talking about the Rams offense being terrible and just having that early down workload being something you could lean on, maybe pick up a touchdown here or there. That's not an issue. This isn't garbage work Kyron Williams is getting where he's like, there's no hope for him at all to score a touchdown. Him being on the surprisingly good offense gives him a legit ceiling to target, and you don't get that on the waiver wire very often. And then you just go back and touch on Zach Moss. What is there to say besides this is the ideal outcome? I mean, I mean, we talked about it a lot over the past few weeks, You know how Zach Moss's return is the best shot at value in production to Colts' backfield until Jonathan Taylor comes back. And he was way better than Evan Hole and Deion Jackson combined. So... His workload was ridiculous, like you said. That might only be the case for two more weeks, but I'll take that on the waiver wire 10 times out of 10, especially the way he looked, 100 yards and a touchdown. Like, you can't ask for more, especially if you're putting him in your flex. So he can fit on any roster, whether you need to replace a running back, if you need to replace a Nick Chubb, not really, obviously, a long-term answer. You could plug him right in and he could start for you. Or if you're winning and you want to get somebody at flex that you could throw in, like, he has plenty of value to offer yet in these next couple weeks. And who knows, if Jonathan Taylor isn't, all the way back and happy with the Colts, maybe 
he can get some run in the ground game, even with Taylor Bat. Yeah, and, and these guys, you know, might not be available on your waiver wire, um, but there are a lot of, you know, I've been getting a lot of messages saying that, hey, like, who should I pick up? Zach Moss or Kyra Williams? And I'm just like, really? Can like, I play in your league? They're, they're both available <laughs> in your league? Okay, cool. Like, go, you know, whatever. Like, maybe you have a, sh- you know, there's a lot of leagues with shallow benches. You know, a lot of people yeah. play in 10 team leagues, and, you know, a lot of these guys might be available, right? So, you can find all of our waiver wire rankings up on upperhandfantasy.com. Our website is completely revamped with weekly rankings, waiver wire rankings, uh, waiver wire fab guidance for members, um, access to me for questions, consultation, that sort of thing, a lot more. Okay, so make sure to check out the new website. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 